Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Welcome into another edition of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders of Strategic Planning Corporation. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Good. I hope you're doing well this day, Mark. I am doing fantastic. We are well Super. into into uh, 2020, man. It's just weird. Yeah, it is rolling along faster than you can believe, isn't uh, it? We'll be at Christmas again. Here no, don't say it. that. Do not say that. <laughs> uh, it is, however, already the end of the month. It's already the end of January. So yeah, uh, yeah we're crazy. We're this is our podcast. It's our 21st episode. Uh, airing oh, wow. on the on the 23rd-ish is when we're putting this out. You may catch it at a different time, but that's when we're putting it out. Uh, but okay. as always, we appreciate everybody's time for tuning in to the podcast with Mike and I as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And uh, I want to hit off this today's episode real quick before we get into our main topic, which is going to be bias uh, in financial media and where to find it. I, hmm. I got an email question that came in over the um, couple of, last couple of weeks here, and I didn't get a chance to get to it last time. So I wanted to ask you, this is from Lisa, and uh, she's here in the Carolinas, and she says, Mike, I'd really like to meet with a financial advisor, but my husband says we're fine handling our own investments ourselves. Do you think it's okay to do this without help through your experience? And Mike, I, th- I know we, we've got a lot of people uh, that have been do-it-yourselfers, especially the last couple of years, because the market's been so good. But that's just, mm-hmm. y- accumulation is one thing. Distribution and preservation in retirement is another. It is. And um, yeah, you're right. Uh, when things are going great, it seems as though, you know, there's uh, the winds at your back and sales are full and how can you mess this up? But uh, it, it certainly can happen um, very quickly as people learned in 2008 and um, back in 2000 even. Um, so yeah, it, it can really uh, come on you quickly. And if you're wise and will stay the course, but that's not always easy to do without some uh, coaching, some encouragement to uh, stay the course. And sometimes the course you're on might not be the best in the world. I've recently met with some folks that um, I was a little hesitant um, to uh, work with. And uh, after I got their portfolio uh, statements and started putting it into our software or having my associate do that, we realized that, boy, this is a mess. And it's uh, something that the spouse had uh, been handling the, wife came to us and asked exactly what Lisa's asking here. Now, this isn't Lisa, but it's another person that wanted some help and felt like things weren't quite what they should be. And um, so sometimes, you know, you just, you think you're there and it's, um, it's not all it's cracked up to if you're not full-time or even if you are full-time and you just got some bad advice or direction or your experience has been one thing. Uh, it's just well worth it to get some help. And, yeah. you know, maybe it's just a little course correction uh, and then go on and do it yourself. Or maybe it's uh, you find that, hey, there could be a lot of benefit from having a, an ongoing relationship here. So yeah. it's not something you should shy away from because you're scared you're going to get talked into doing something you don't want to do. Get some help, pay for it, move on down the road or, you know, get involved in a relationship that will benefit you for the long haul. And sometimes, Mike, that's the benefit of working with a fee-only advisor like yourself, because like you said, you can just come in and maybe it's a course correction. Maybe you don't need an entire plan overhaul, but you know, maybe you do. And Lisa, you, you didn't really tell us you know, what stage you're in, you and your husband. Um, maybe you are still in the accumulation phase. Maybe you already have hit uh, pre-retirement. And so if that's the case, you know, it, it's never too late to have that conversation. But certainly, yeah. I think it's worth probably you and your husband's time to sit down with somebody. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you both want to be in, engaged yeah. in the process. You yeah. don't want to just have one coming in trying to get ammunition to work with against the other or whatever. Let's yeah. get on the same page and, and, and pull together as a team. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks, Lisa. We appreciate that email. Yeah, great question. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, anybody else you'd like to submit one, go to Mike's website, spcinvesting.com. That is spcinvesting.com. While you're there, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Google or Apple or Spotify or whatever outlet you choose to use. Again, you can find it at spcinvesting.com or just call Mike before you take any action at 336-668-4338 to have a conversation. All right, Mike. So this is going to be an interesting episode. Where to find bias in financial media? Sounds kind of interesting considering that we're talking about the financial world and this is media. <laughs> Pod- yeah, podcasting, is, <laughs> it's technically media. It's not radio, but you know, technically. Uh, yeah. So it's always a good idea to keep ourselves up to date with what's going on. And I think nowadays more than ever, as we've learned from our political uh, climate that we're in, getting more than one news source is probably a good idea. Uh, getting more than one financial news source is probably a good idea because it's, you know, it's a little tough to decipher out there what's what. Uh, but it's also important to understand that sometimes this information, you know, it is it is tainted. It is biased. They ha- they do have an agenda uh, that they're pushing. So let's talk about some problems with financial media uh, and roll through there. OK, so sensationalism, I think we can all agree uh, that that is key to a lot of things. Now, one of the beauties of doing a podcast is that we can talk about specific things that we think are going to affect your clients or potential clients that you're already working with or maybe working with soon or whatever the case is. And it, there's nothing really to be sensationalistic about. However, regular kind of journalism, cable news, radio, whatever you might, uh, what's the old saying? If it bleeds, it leads, right? So they're looking to make things mm-hmm. sound as dramatic as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and you know, just as a disclaimer, uh, you know, full disclosure up front, I've got biases too. Okay. Um, Mark has biases. We all have we biases have Very good point. Things. Very good point. And um, so, you know, you want to, if you can, understand what those biases are. And we, we all have conflicts of interest. And uh, the key uh, with your go-to people for financial advice is to make sure they're, number one, what's called a fiduciary. And all that is, is just somebody who is uh, bound and uh, I, I say is uh, desirous of. It's not just that they are obligated by law, but it's part of their DNA is to put the uh, interest of the client, the other person, uh, before all of their own interests. And so sometimes, uh, for example, I find that someone uh, wants to do something that I I know is going to be detrimental for their portfolio. And if they insist that they want to do it and uh, they ask me to do it, I will decline and just ask them to take their money and go somewhere else and uh, find someone either do it themselves or find someone that will do it for them that doesn't have that fiduciary obligation to do what's in their best interest. And that kind of throws people off uh, kilter a little bit sometimes of, you know, why aren't you doing this? Uh, You know, we can continue to work together. You'll continue to get paid and all that. It's about your interest, not mine. I cannot in good conscience do something that's going to hurt you. And um, even if it means I keep getting paid. So, I am going to try and and, and have a uh, minimization of conflicts of interest and let you know what my biases are. Uh, so you'll probably hear some of them here as we go. But um, <laughs> yeah, sensationalism. It's, um, wow, uh, so easy to do because um, in the financial media, they're being sponsored by people that um, – make their money by doing transactions, uh, gathering assets, uh, all that kind of stuff. 
And um, so the idea is uh, to sell the sizzle, uh, you know, yep. to uh, get something that's going to catch your attention. You know, when you hear you walk past a, a restaurant and you smell a steak sizzling on a grill coming out and wafting out there to you, that gets your attention. It makes you hungry. You want to go get some. The same sort of thing is at play in um, financial media where they're putting ideas and words and thoughts out there, scenarios opportunities that uh, are intended to catch your uh, smell uh, <laughs> sensations <laughs> right, uh, and, and get you to uh, explore at minimum and uh, hopefully make a quick decision and jump in before you spend too much time exploring, maybe find out it's not all that they've said it is or that it's not appropriate for you. So, yeah, um, and we're going to talk about yeah. that in just a second as well. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's sensationalistic. So I, I think, again, I think a lot of us kind of hopefully have gotten wise to what is sensationalistic when it comes to uh, tuning in to different things. We certainly, I think, have when it comes to the political side, uh, sometimes not maybe as much on the financial side. So just be aware that it same thing kind of happens in, in all those um, major news media realms. Uh, same thing with paid placement. So a lot of times uh, things are you know paid to be put on there. So uh, radio shows, television shows, uh, magazines, you know, you are you are spending money. It's advertising dollars to get prime placement, if you will. And mm. you have to remember that sometimes, again, that's agenda based. Right. So it may not be a good fit just because it's the big giant article in the, you know, the cover of, you know, Newsweek or Money Magazine or something. Yeah, um, that, that is so true. Uh, I get uh, solicitations all the time to uh, place articles in in various periodicals. And um you know, they'll write them up for me, even they say in some cases and, and, and make it sound great. And I just pay for having my article. And then I'm thinking, gee, that's that's really exciting. I, you know, I could be a, a, a one hit wonder there or what have you. But <laughs> now the, the, the thing about this is and it happens all up and down the feeding trough uh, of the financial world. If you go to the big um, corporations in companies that uh, do analysis of public companies for publication and for use by wirehouse brokers and other people that are in the selling mode of selling stocks and bonds and things like that. Uh, they are paid by these companies to do a financial analysis on them and, and make a prediction or a, a projection, I should say, of uh, the outlook for that company. And, you know, if you are paid to do something like that and then you say, boy, these people stink, you're probably not going to get hired to do another projection form down the road or another analysis. So it tends to, uh, it's, it, the word you use, Mark, I like is taint the way that it's projected or is portrayed. They might uh, have the caveats in there, but then say, but, you know, there's some good reason to buy this company and own it and that sort of thing. And that trickles down throughout the big wirehouses when they're out pushing companies that they've been hired to get their stock out or a new issue of bond or what have you. So it's um, paid placement can happen not only just in periodicals or on programs on television or radio. It can happen with uh, someone calling you, you know, uh, as, as your broker or what have you to right. uh, tell you what you ought to be investing in. Yeah, absolutely. And and so let's let's kind of bring this back around to what we were talking about with a lot of this. You might hear something or someone giving some financial advice and assume that advice makes sense. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. It makes, you know, I, I can relate to that. 
But mm-hmm. think about this. It is a very, very, very broad audience. So again, doing a podcast here, we're targeting a much more specific audience. And in, in, we even say all the time on our show, uh, make sure you're always checking up and following up with a financial advisor or your financial advisor or with Mike specifically uh, in the event you know that uh, you want to make sure this is the right advice for you. Because it may be great advice that you're hearing on X program or whatever the case is, but it just might not be intended for you or someone like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in fact, you know, I, I do educational meetings for my clients and for guests that they might want to bring. And I think it was uh, in August, uh, maybe last year, we did one on taxation and um, money that's taxed currently, that's taxed later, that's taxed never. And uh, boy, just over and over, uh, I just wanted to reiterate to that audience there, and I do it here with you all too, is, um, you know, if you're looking at things like Roth conversions or 72T distributions, I thought I'd throw something a little fancy out there, a mm-hmm. little exotic, but uh, any, anything like that where, you, you know, you're being given information that might lead you to say, hey, that might be a move I need to make. It just may not. Uh, give you an example. The Roth IRA conversion, it uh, may be that uh, paying taxes now on a block of money or over a period of time leading up to the point where you start receiving Social Security or something like that might not be a bad idea for the purpose of getting tax-free income from that Roth IRA for the rest of your life. But if your income is structured in such a way that you wouldn't have been subject to tax on the money anyway, or at least a portion of it, it may not be a good idea to convert the whole IRA. I've told people, hey, let's get up to a certain level of traditional IRA and leave it there because in conjunction with your Social Security and other things, that money's going to be tax-free and you never had to pay taxes on it in the first place. So, it's not always a good idea just to listen to something like a topic around let's convert all your money from traditional IRAs to Roth or from 401k to Roth and say, okay, I'm going to go do that again, get the help and make sure that when you run it through the sieve of where you're at and what your circumstances are, that it does actually make sense. Or if there's some modification or rejection of it. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. And I think that's probably going to do it for us for this week uh, here on the podcast. I mean, we could say in some cases you might be also thinking that the person just has an ax to grind. I mean, that's always a possibility. I think most people probably don't bring that to, you know, well, at least I would say that. But then again, who never, you never know today's world. <laughs> so <Yeah>. they, <laughs> right. they, they may have had a bad experience with Apple and they're talking junk about Apple. Who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You never know what has caused someone uh, to have a sour taste in their mouth. And and of course, you know, you mentioned Apple. I would never say to someone, hey, we ought to go buy Apple because it's a hot deal. It could be hot today and it could be dead cold tomorrow. Right. And you just don't know. I mean, even the president or the CEO of Apple doesn't know, has a better idea than you and I have maybe, but he doesn't know what's coming uh, down the roads geopolitically or any other uh, right. reason, tax-wise yeah. or what have you. So, yeah, it's you, you got to be careful where you're getting your advice from and what that person is uh, is biased toward. Well, I think Mike said it best when we kind of kick things off. A lot of times it's about a relationship. Uh, when we were mm-hmm. talking with the email question that we had come in, uh, you can definitely come, you know, 
pay an advisor, especially a fee only advisor for their time, a specific thing. Uh, and that's certainly a great way to go. Uh, it may be the right solution for you because it's just one particular avenue. Um, but it's also sometimes about building a relationship with somebody. Maybe that's the avenue you want to take as well. And, you know, watching a show for entertainment value or for picking up a useful nugget or two here and there, certainly a good idea, but then always reinforcing that with how it may affect you specifically is an even better idea. And that's what we try to encourage here on the podcast, Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Uh, here's something useful. Absolutely. Uh, have a conversation with your advisor about it after you hear that. We say this all the time on the show. Uh, don't just take something we you hear us say or talk about and run with it. Mm. Call Mike. Get on his calendar. Have a conversation with him and say, hey, how's this going to work for me uh, before you move forward? 336-668-4338. If you do have questions, 336-668-4338. And as always, we appreciate your time here on Strategic Planning with Mike. I'm Mark Kellyan, co-host, and Mike's been doing this for 42... Do we need to move this to 43 years now since we're in a new year? Yeah, we pushed past the 43. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. You've been been doing so. this for a while. So, all right. So, Mike's got more than 43 years of experience in the financial <laughs> services industry. So, folks, reach out. Give him a holler if you need to. You can always check us out and subscribe to our podcast on Google, Apple, or Spotify, and other outlets at spcinvesting.com. There's a podcast page. You'll find that. Just click on that. SPC investing.com or you can just search it when you're on Apple's podcast site or Google's just type in strategic planning and you'll find it that way as well. Mike, my friend, have a great week and I will see you soon. Sounds great, Mark. I hope everyone else does have a good week. Absolutely. We'll catch you next time here on strategic planning with Mike Flanders. Go do something to have a good, happy day and improve your retirement. And we'll see you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.